Blog Talk Radio. Radio, The Date with Destiny, for Monday, May the 18th, 2020. I'm your host and author of the book, Destiny Awaits, The Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you from Owings Mills, Maryland. And this broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny. And we are super excited. This evening about being with you and to be able to share love and wisdom with the desire to uplift, inspire, motivate, and empower you to live a more peace-filled, joyful, and loving life. So you can download this podcast from iTunes and you can also receive it via my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, or just simply by Googling us at Blog Talk Radio, A Date with Destiny. Also, follow us on Twitter at Lease 101. That's L-Y-S-E 101. If you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net, or via my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. So once again, we are so excited to be able to share with our listeners information from people of all walks of life that we believe will inspire, motivate, and empower you. We are happy to be celebrating our eighth year of broadcasting and can't wait to share some great things from some really extraordinary people that we have coming up for the rest of this season. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have another amazing show. Joining us this evening to talk about her latest book, Everything You Wanted to Know About the Afterlife But Were Afraid to Ask, is Medium Hollister Rand. We will be talking, we, we will be taking a few callers. So if you have a question that you would like to ask our guest, you can give us a call at 845 845- Two four one nine nine four four. That's eight four five two four one nine nine four four. So during the last twenty five years, Hollis Duran's dedication to the healing work of mediumship has included events and workshops in the United States and abroad. Hollister's work on television includes Tori and Dean. Home Sweet Hollywood, and America Now. 
Her radio appearances include Sirius XM, The Seance with John Edward on John Edward Psychic Radio, along with a host of other shows. Hollister's first book, I'm Not Dead, I'm Different, Kids in Spirits Teach Us About Living a Better Life on Earth, published by HarperCollins, is available in several languages. Hollister lives in Los Angeles with her impossibly small chihuahuas, Bodie and Amara Meta. I hope I said that right. And now, um, A Date with Destiny would love, and we're so excited, um, and I know that you guys are going to be excited, too, just to hear from her and what she has to offer. Miss, uh, We would like to welcome Miss Hollister Rand to the show. Hello, Hollister. How are you? Oh, well, hello. Thank you so much for having me, and I certainly didn't want to miss my date with Destiny, so I am delighted <laughs> to be here with you. Yay, we're so excited to have you. We are so excited to have you. So how are you, uh, how have you been holding up during this um, global pandemic? Well, I've been very, very busy. Um, My book launched on um, May 5th. So right in the middle of everything. And my assistant said, Hollister, this is the worst time to release this book. And I said, (laughs) this is the best time to release this book. Because this is a book, everything you wanted to know about the afterlife, people around the world are grieving at the same time, grieving about loss of loved ones, loss of job, loss of way of life. And this is now the time to give people hope through this. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you said something very profound there because it's not just, you know, like you said, they're not just grieving the loss of a loved one, although I I know people who have lost loved ones during this time, but they are um, grieving other things as well, like loss of jobs, like you said. And, you know, people are getting very depressed and all kinds of things are going on right now. So, yeah, this your book launch was right on time. It was. Um, so in, in actuality, we had thought about releasing it in the fall. And then before this pandemic happened, I, I thought, gee, can we release this earlier? And yeah, we met all the deadlines. So it was it was released uh, in May. Um, Perfect. It's really wonderful to know how much the spirits are helping us. So yeah. uh, in the midst of all of this, they are with us. Well, that's good to know, and I can't wait to to delve a little bit more into that because um, when I started to um, promote you being on the show, all kinds of questions were just pouring in, and I don't – I didn't want to be the one to answer those questions. I'm like, well, you know, her book is out, number one. And number two, you've got to tune in tonight because I'm quite sure she's going to answer a lot of these questions that you've been asking. So um, I want to just go ahead and and start jumping in there because this time goes by so quickly. Before you know it, it, you know, our time will be up. But one of the first questions um, that I would like for you to answer and kept popping up um, to talk about mediumship, um, um, what is what exactly is a medium and are there different types of mediums? And then um, after that, I want to talk about what inspired you to write your book, everything you wanted to know about the afterlife, but we're afraid to ask. Well, I do define mediums, mediumship, uh, psychics, 
channeler. I do define all of that in the book because there's a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of confusion. And so I yeah. always ask people who come to my uh, workshops who want to learn how to be a medium, I will say to them as a class, all right, so what is a medium? And almost invariably, people will say, a medium is someone who hears from the spirits. Well, that Mm -hmm. is only part of the story. Because we are not here just to receive information or hear information. We also need to translate spirit speak into uh, messages that can be understood here on the earth plane by people Mm -hmm. who come to see us. So it isn't Mm -hmm. just receiving messages. It's being able to present them in an understandable way and provide verifiable evidential proof that life survives death. Okay, very good. That was that was a, um, a to me a simple explanation. Um, and yes, there are because it's confusing. You know, people want to know: Well, is a medium a psychic? Is a psychic a medium? Do they both? You know, is it one and the same? So I've always hear that question. I mean, I'm quite sure you do too. Yes. Well, let's talk a little bit about the differences between a psychic and a medium. So a psychic, um, quote, reads the energy around people, places, and things here on the earth plane. So a psychic Mm -hmm. can be very helpful in tracking energy. Like what is the most likely thing that's going to happen given the circumstances uh, that are currently in your life and the way the energy is moving? Of course, you Mm -hmm. always can change your mind and the energy can shift. But psychics are really good at sort of, you know, is this guy going to be right for me? You know, do I have a man in my future? What about the new job? And then a medium will be connecting specifically with a spirit and receiving information from the spirit. So not necessarily reading the person who comes to see them, but receiving information from the spirit. So a spirit may talk about a pattern within the family of challenges around finding work or a work ethic where everybody in the family worked till the day they died, but maybe the person has decided, I want a retirement. The spirits will address those things. Mm, Okay. Okay. And so now tell us what, um, before I ask the, the question after this, just tell us what inspired you to write this book. What inspired me to write this book is very simple. It's the questions that people asked at events. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So whenever I do a large gallery-style event, there's always time for questions. And so I'll ask people, you know, what, what are your questions? And I started to discover that people were asking the most interesting questions after events. They would come up to me and say, I didn't want to ask this in front of the group, but, you know, our can my husband and I be together in the afterlife? And what they really were asking is, will my husband and I have sex in the afterlife? You know, Mm -hmm. and they didn't want to ask that in front of the whole group. Um, So I found that the most interesting questions were asked later because people were afraid to ask those questions in front of others. Um, And so I have gathered these questions over the years, the most popular questions, and Mm -hmm. winnowed them down to maybe 64 questions um, in the book in chapters uh, under subjects. But what's interesting about the book is you can start with one question and then almost like an Internet search be led to other questions within the book. 
because there are pointers at the end of each question, which says, if you're interested in guides and angels, read the answer to question such and such on page whatever, you know. So people can read the book beginning to end, little bit by little bit. They can jump around, and they're not going to miss anything if they do that. This is a book you can start and stop with. Yeah. And I can attest to that because I've read the book um, front to back, and it was just so – it was informative. It was, to, to me, delightful because I enjoyed your interaction with people, and I enjoyed their questions, and I enjoyed your answers. And it makes you also, um, because I know there's, most people are curious about the afterlife. I mean, who wouldn't be? And so a lot of the questions that are in your book, you, you chose, like, some really good ones, um, Hollister, I must say, and they've even answered questions for me. Um, but, yeah, the book is amazing. Um, and so what was, like, if I don't know if you can, like, right off the top of your head, but give us an example of one of the questions in the book that you really, um, that stuck out for you. Well, uh, I'd like to go back just a little bit because what I'm thrilled with is what you just said, which is that Mm -hmm. you found something of value in the book. And you've been in and around this world a long time. So one of the things I really wanted in this book is that it would be for the curious. You know, it's a travel. The afterlife is a travel destination we're all going to reach. You know, so we mm-hmm. might as well learn about it before we get there. Don't we research right. Hawaii and find the best places to stay? We might as well Absolutely. do that uh, for the location we're all going to go to. But then there are also people who can get a lot out of my book, people who are familiar with mediumship or feel that they're yeah. psychic or are interested in ghosts or the paranormal. So the book can meet each person where he or she is. And then the second part of your question was, was there a question that really touched me or that I found intriguing? Uh Well, I can answer that in in that when I was reading the book for the audio version, um, which Mm -hmm. was well after I had written the book. Um, So the book was being published, dropped on uh, the 5th of May, and I think it was April I I was reading the audio version. And I got to the question, which is, what is the difference between angels and guides? And I'm reading this into the, you know, I'm just reading this into the recording device, you know, um, into the microphone and into uh, the software. And I read the lines which said, I am seeing angels with stunning frequency. This could be because of a threat to life on our planet. Mm. Now, those words were written months and months and months ago. In fact, I have been saying for over two years in groups, I'm seeing angels more and more and more. Uh, we need to listen. You know, they're, they're here. We, we need to listen and pay attention. When mm-hmm. I read that aloud, I broke into tears. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop the recording. I mean, it's even getting to me now. And I said to the producer of the audiobook, I said, look, I've just got to stop and pick this up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I picked it up again the next day, the rest of the paragraph continued with, they are here. The angels and the guides are here to lead us to transformation, to help mm-hmm. us be the best that we can be, 
to be mm-hmm. loving, to be kind, and and you know the hope that is in the connection with angels and guides is there in the book. And this was before mm-hmm. we knew uh, that this pandemic would be hitting us at this time. Wow. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So one of the questions that since you mentioned um, since you mentioned about the angels and the gods, one of the questions that kept popping up on my end was, well, can can people, can mediums actually see these things? Like, can you see, or is it that you just hear, uh, you 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 hear them, or is it both? Well, it's it's all of the senses. So when Mm -hmm. I work with the spirits, all of my senses are engaged. My sight, Mm -hmm. my hearing, my feeling sense, my taste Mm -hmm. sense, um, and Mm -hmm. my smell sense. So all of my senses are, are in action. And when people study with me, I encourage them to develop all of their senses. Because people interpret the world differently. So there are some people for whom sight is their primary sense. But I remember mm-hmm. when my best friend Barb went blind at the age of 19. We used to have these discussions, would you rather be blind or would you rather be deaf? And she said, I would have hated to live without the sound of music. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said, she said, if I had my choice, I would rather keep my hearing. Um, and she developed a company where um, people um, would learn in different ways. So she would go into museums, let's say, and mm-hmm. people who would learn auditor, you know, learn auditorily. She would work with them with that, or people who were sight-based. So I learned that every spirit is going to communicate as they were here on this earth plane. If they were visual people mm-hmm. here, they communicate visually there. If they were talkers, they're going to talk my ear off from spirit. But a right. man who is mm-hmm. silent, a man of few words, when he passes, he doesn't suddenly become chatty Cathy. So it's important for me to adapt my abilities to communicate with the spirits in the way they choose to. I see. So how do they That was um, a long answer. The... I know that was a long answer. But no, but yeah, it was it, good. It... <laughs> yeah, no. That was that was good, um, you know, because everything that you are saying, you know, you, it needs to be said, of course, because a lot of people are just curious to know, well, is there really an afterlife? Can we really communicate with spirits? Are spirits real? Are our family members still around us? Like what like what happens when they, you know, when they're gone. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about your book is that you talk about the healing um, aspect of what you do. And like, uh, for example, um, well, a lot of people are in grief, right? You know, when their loved ones go. And so a lot of people want to know, well, are they okay? Um, and so talk right. about how, you know, when you do a reading for someone, how does that come through and do they actually feel better after you have made a breakthrough? Well, uh, what I would say is we'd have to ask We'd have to ask the people themselves if they feel better, but I do think they do, or I wouldn't have been doing this for 25 years. But where I find the healing most, you know, if healing wasn't happening, I wouldn't still be doing this. 
because right. I feel that I am a healer by nature. So there's mm-hmm. a reason why people come. It must solve some issue that they have. But what I've noticed is that it isn't just grief that is the issue. Grief is enough, you know, the missing of someone. But mm-hmm. where the spirits bring healing is often grievance around how that person has died. So okay. maybe they've died young and, you know, they're, they're, they shouldn't have died that young. Or that drunk driver should have been put in jail for life. Or what do you mean that the operation was a success, but they died anyway? Or there is this idea that their death was so tragic and painful, like when you watch someone struggling in a hospital, that that trauma has continued in the afterlife. Um, So Mm. that's where I find tremendous healing takes place, is that the spirits correct the versions of their death that we keep telling ourselves. And I'll give you an example. There was a a young man who had an accident while shooting off fireworks and actually set himself on fire. I don't know whether there was an explosion. I don't know exactly how that happened, but it was a horrific accident. And the last view his parents had of him alive was his running on fire across a field. And so they had this idea of a horror that their son had experienced and how much pain he was in and how awful this was. And, mm-hmm. and he corrected that version and basically said he was thrown out of his body and he watched his body run, but he did right. not have any of the pain associated with what they had experienced. Um, right. So that's where I find a lot of the healing occurs in, yes. in the versions we believe or what we tell ourselves um Mm -hmm. like uh my my cousin died he killed himself why didn't he call me or he called me and i missed his call had i gotten his call maybe he wouldn't have killed himself all of the things we tell ourselves the spirits like to set the record straight okay yes yes to let us know that absolutely not and you know um I read that, I think that, yeah, I read that in your book um, when you talked about how right before, if it's, especially if it's a tragic, well, does it have to be tragic though, but right before they transition, their spirit leaves their body anyway. And so now. Yes, that, mm-hmm. that, often that is what occurs. And even, okay. you know, there was a, a woman watching her father struggle with breathing toward the end of his, his life. He couldn't mm-hmm. seem to catch his breath. And she thought he was struggling to stay here on the earth plane, that he was terrified to die. Well, when I spoke with this gentleman, you know, he told me he was standing next to his daughter, holding her hand and watching himself die in the bed. Oh, and, wow. uh, and as he talked about the dying experience, he goes, yeah, that's what I was saying. He heard that. You know, it begins to change the dying experience and the things that we right. tell ourselves about it. Absolutely. There's a tremendous amount of grace. There's a tremendous amount of grace and healing. And the other thing that I would say, especially during these times, is we say my loved one died alone in the hospital. I couldn't be with him or her. Um, And that's just not the case. Even though we are Mm -hmm. not there or able to be present necessarily at this time, um, please know that other loved ones and spirits are there mm, for those we yes. love as they pass. No one right. dies alone. And that is 
you know, and this has been going on for years. This is not something the spirits are saying because of COVID. You know, one of the most difficult things I have dealt with in my work is someone flying to be with their father, but their father dies before they get there. Or, you know, all sorts of mishaps. And the Mm -hmm. feeling that if I had only gotten there, I missed saying goodbye. And I answer that in my in my book, you know, if mm-hmm. if I am not there when my loved one dies, do I miss the opportunity to say goodbye? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that is no, because that they're not. They're the still here. Answer. Absolutely, yeah. that's exactly right. That's the short answer. Yeah. The short answer, yeah. and you'll see in my book, I'll say, well, the short answer is yes. But now <laughs> let me explain. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah so, some people who really just want, is it yes or is it no, you know, but then then they may want the explanation. (laughs) Right, right, right. So, okay. So um, let's, if if you don't mind, um, because I have so many other questions that are waiting to have a word with you. So if you don't mind, um, can we take a caller? Sure. Okay. So this, let me, let me, let me bring this one in because this, um, been on here for quite a while, and I. But let me make sure I can say your name right. Is it? Don't don't kill me, Emila. 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 Okay, that's a very pretty Ooh. name. <laughs> Hi, Emila. How are you? How are you? I'm I'm doing good. Um, I wanted to mention definitely the angels were uh, meaning for me to call in because um, I heard you talk about your friend. I'd love information about her because I'm legally blind myself. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yes, because now the when and now you're sensitive too to the spirits, are you not? Yeah, I am. I have to say, I feel the sensitivity that you have. And what is really interesting, um, because I've worked with clients and I've worked with sensitives who do not have sight and yet they can see despite not being able to physically see. So do not be surprised if in your sensitivity you will start seeing colors or be able to feel colors. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you may feel the color red, but you may also see it. Isn't that the case? Absolutely. When Actually, when I turn the corner even in my house, I feel like I – if if you you would totally energetically understand this. It's like I have an energetic accident, and I thought – I hit something and nothing is. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because energy is going to be very real to you and it will be a force. Now, this is really great because that energy can guide you um, through life, both physically and, you know, I remember my friend Barb, we used to practice in a pool swimming. And the water uh-huh. felt differently at the edge of the pool than it did in the middle of the pool. So she would right. know, and this just happened after practice, she would know when she was coming to the wall yes. because it yes. felt differently. Um, yes. And so that will be what works with you with energy. It will feel different. And spirit energy will often collect in doorways and in yes. corners and stairwells. So you may even experience going up and down stairs. It may feel like someone's pressing down on you. Have you felt that, like you're almost Um, walking through sledge a bit? 
Sometimes, sometimes I do still have partial vision. That's why I'm, I'm technically legally blind. I have tunnel vision, so I still can mm-hmm. read. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote my own book myself. It just came out in October. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, yeah. So, um, but I do. I feel energy all, the, especially um, in the dark. It's interesting living in the yes. dark, literally. Yes. Well, and this is the thing. How funny is it that it's in the dark and you're legally blind, but that the energy really speaks to you in that space. Now, you also have a grandmother on your mother's side who has passed, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. Because I feel a grandmother presence moving in here. Um, And do you know if she was religious, by the way? Yes, all of my family members. Yes. Religious, because she comes in here with religion, you know, yes. and mm-hmm. and a tremendous faith as well. So the yes. good news is, you know, I'm not being struck down dead for speaking with her, and she's willing to talk to me. So that is all good. Um, now, do you know the Elizabeth, by the way, that your grandmother's mentioning? The Eliza Elizabeth. or Elizabeth? I know. I don't know. Okay, well, this is someone who is associated with your grandmother, so you may want to check the family tree. Okay. It's either Eliza okay. or Elizabeth, E-L-I-Z or S-A. Um, okay. She's very strong-willed, your grandmother, as well. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, she was concerned about losing her mind at the end of her life. Did you know that? No. That there was concern or fear around... Uh, uh, dementia. So what that okay. tells me is there may be someone who had dementia in this family that she knew about, and she did okay. not want that to happen to her. I have to tell you, the women in this family are really, really strong and strong-willed. What your grandmother wants you to know is you are a chip off the old block. So you are of the women in this family, even though you do not believe exactly the same. You understand right. you've stepped outside Absolutely. of your family's yes. belief system. And yes. so what your grandmother wants you to know is you are not other than. You are not excluded. And so she is uh-huh. part of your life. She wants you to know that. Yes. That makes sense. Awesome. Makes sense. Especially being Good. Um, awesome. legally blind. It, it, it's been a tough, you know, just feeling like the outsider all the time. My my whole Even before I was diagnosed... I always felt like the outsider, so that makes complete sense All right. Sense well, you me. understand why yeah. she would say that to you, that you are not yeah. the outsider. Okay? Yeah. I hope that's helpful okay. to you. Oh, that's beautiful. Can I have um, your friend's website or something that I could contact her? Well, um, I wish you could. My friend died several weeks ago oh my in a nursing home. She went blind due to diabetic retinopathy, and this was when she was 19. Mm. She went to Amherst College and graduated. She was a stellar person. We do not know whether it was complications due to diabetes or whether it, you know, there was a COVID complication. We don't know Mm -hmm. that. We haven't gotten that information. But we Uh. we were communicating by FaceTime. And another yeah. friend of ours was going to the nursing home until they shut the nursing home down because they did have COVID in there. Um, okay. So we don't know yet. But, um, yeah, she, she ran a company for a number of years um, which provided access to people in banks, in 
uh, museums, and in other public mm-hmm. venues. She's a marvelous, mm-hmm. marvelous person. Yes. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry to hear that, Hollister. Yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 that's saying... weird, you know. Mm-hmm. And And just so you know, a medium, even though we speak to spirits, um, we still grieve for those that we love. And so my friend Rachel and I talking about Barb, you know, Rachel said, oh, my gosh, you know, we were the three musketeers. We were always together. We've been, you know, we've known each other since the fifth grade. It's like part of our history has gone. So, um, yeah, just so you know, a medium is not exempt from grief. Absolutely. You're human. You're, 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 yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Well, Which is why we need each other. And so other absolutely. mediums need other mediums. Psychics need mediums. Mediums need psychics. We all yes. need each other. It's a absolutely. network of helpers. God bless wow. you and your gift. Thank you so very much. It's, you're it was very nice welcome. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you. you well, too. you know what that. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, and I'm really sorry to hear about your friend. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciate you, um, Hollister, for everything that you do. And just by reaching out and to help others to heal and to know that our loved ones are still with us. Um, I was having a conversation earlier with um, one of my lovely, lovely, dear sister friends, and I had to, you know, I'm, I'm working with her on stop saying dead, you know, like they're dead, like they're dead. Because for me, right, that word right. means it's so final to me. And that they're not, the yes. like, spirit never dies. And I just keep saying that over and over and over again. Yes, we miss the physical, you know, we miss talking with them and seeing them and interacting in the physical, but they're still with us. Like they are literally, can I just say, say this real quick um, before I um, have another caller? Um, one of the things that interested me that you said in your book about spirits is that um, you said that that and this was be, and I never even said anything to you like that I had had this experience with another friend of mine who happens to be a psychic medium as well like I never even mentioned this to you right and in your book I read where you said that spirits that stand on the left tend to be from the mother side and those that stand on the uh, let me see let me, am I saying that right spirits that stand on the left tend to be the, the from the mothers and those that are on the right tend to be from the fathers is that right Am I mixing that up? Well, but that's that's how the spirits work with me. So different okay. mediums will have different shortcuts and different ways. So, like, my way isn't the only way or the only right way. Right, 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 exactly. But this is the thing. So um, I, w- I was having a Skype session with my friend um, who actually, you know, she lives in the U.K., and, you know, we're 30 minutes into our conversation, and then all of a sudden she's looking behind me, right? And she says out of mm-hmm. the blue that, um, oh, your grandmother is with us, and she's standing right over your shoulder on your left-hand side. And I'm like, oh, Okay, and I was just like, well, hey, you know, yeah. grandma, you know, whatever. And then she says, oh, and there's another visitor standing on. Oh, no, first she said, it's your mother's mother. Now she doesn't know that because we've never talked about anybody in my family that's transitioned, like nothing. I've never mm-hmm. mentioned any mm-hmm. of it to her, but she happened to say specifically that it was my mother's mother. And then she said, oh, we have another visitor. She said, on your over your right shoulder is your dad. 
Now, I'm like, you know, for someone who's not used to, um, like, you know, kind of these kind of interactions or whatever, I mean, I don't know if anybody could ever really get used to it who's not a medium, but for her to just say, because I'm like, well, how in the world did you know that my father had transitioned, right? So anyway, she said, yep, he's standing right over your shoulder, and then she gave me, you know, messages, and I was just so excited about mm-hmm. that. So when I read that, you said that in the book, I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so... So she and I went to the same spirit school, apparently. But, you know, we all develop (laughs) these ways, you know, we all develop these ways of communicating with the spirits and, you know, and how they align themselves and arrange themselves gives us a clue as to who they are, what side of the family. But it's not like they live in the afterlife, like, okay, mother's side of the family on the left side of heaven. Right, right, right. Father's side on the family on the right side of heaven. You know, the afterlife is not like a wedding. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so other people may have other, like other meetings will talk about, okay, I know that they're, they're standing like they're on steps. Okay, so they're four steps removed or they're, do you know what I'm saying? So different people have different mm-hmm. ways they organize communication, but I'm kind of delighted that uh, the spirits are working with someone else in the way they work with me. That's really cool. And you said this is someone from the UK. Yes. Uh-huh. Now she, that's um, even I, more fun. So it's someone from the yeah. other side of the pond. So that's even more fun. I love it. Oh, I it love is. it. And she's, she's amazing, but let's go ahead if you don't mind and take another caller. Uh, Absolutely. We have this caller here, um, the number 443. I'm just going to say the first three numbers, 956. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello, caller, 956. They probably took a bathroom break. We had them on (laughs) for so long. (laughs) Yeah, and I kind of look like this number is it's a local number. Um, okay, maybe they're just kind of shy at the moment, so let's go to another one. Okay, let's go here to um, 410206. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, hi, how are you? Hi. <laughs> hi, how are you? <laughs> And who do we have? Well, good. I'm glad we're all, I'm glad we're all having a good laugh. Now, you know what's <laughs> what's interesting is you you're you really are looking to take a lighthearted look at life. Isn't that the case? Like you're really trying to find the the upbeatness in life, but you're running a lot of anxiety. Isn't that the case? Um, yeah, pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah, because as I sit here with you, you know, I, I feel you looking for bright spots and happiness, but the anxiety in my body is ramping up. My heart is pounding. I'm like, wow, okay, so this wow. girl is carrying a lot of anxiety with her. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so that may not be just due to what is going on in the world today. This may have This situation may have existed prior to this, but it's now being more ramped up. Does that make sense to you? Well, I am a bit nervous now because I was listening to the whole conversation and I do have a question. So I think my anxiety is coming from an answer that I might already know. (laughs) Okay. Well, feel free to ask your question. Okay. Well, I do know, um, I listened to you earlier and how you described the difference between a medium and a psychic, but my, um, 
I give a lot of vivid dreams, and a lot of people in the past that I was close to either visit me in my dream, or sometimes yes. I feel like I have visions. Like the next day, whatever I dreamed about happens, and I don't know how to make sense of that. Oh, well, you're getting precognitive dreams. So you're, you know, the future shows up in that, or, you know, that is, you know, when your logical mind goes to sleep, that's the place where your intuition is kicking in. Now, you can change that by allowing your intuition to, uh, to, to work with your intuition during waking hours so it doesn't always happen at night. And you can also mm-hmm. set different uh, frequencies in your life because w- the people who work with me as students and that kind of thing will often say, you know, I didn't want to pursue this at all because I always knew when someone was going to die, and I don't want to know that. Um, well, I just want you to know that that's often a psychic thing, like you're reading the energy around people, that kind of thing. Um, and that is more of a psychic thing than a mediumship thing. But you can move more into mediumship where all of the messages can be very empowering and helpful. So this is not something to be afraid of. Your, your psychic intuition is really, you know, uh, it, it's doing well. But you can bring it more into the daytime so that it's, it's useful. Does that make sense to you? It does make sense, yes. It yeah, does. Right. So, you don't, so you can actually have a restful night's sleep. You know, you don't have to work at night as well. Well, I, yeah. I just don't sleep. I, it's just when I wake up, I feel like it takes me a minute to come back because I feel like when I'm in my dreams, I can feel touches and I can hear voices clearly. Right, absolutely. Clearly. Well, you know what the good news is? That can all be done in the daytime so okay. that you can be very, yeah, so you can rest at night. But when I get up in the morning, and I talk about this in my book, I wake up and I orient myself to the earth. So I lie in bed for a minute. I wiggle my fingers and toes. I make sure that I'm physically in my body. And then I sit on the edge of the bed, and I put my feet on the ground, and I make sure that I am physically grounded and I am here. And I build my own energy up around myself. So I am really clear, I am here on the earth, I am present, and I am grounded, and I am protected. So that might also be helpful for you. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, you're welcome. Thank you, Carla, for calling in. Thank you so much. Yes, that was very good because I'm a dreamer too, and my dreams are very vivid, but I happen to know that, yes, when our conscious mind is at rest, our subconscious takes over, and we do travel. And, girl, let me tell you, I travel. (laughs) <laughs> and yes. I do see, you yes. know, um, yeah, I do see loved ones as well um, that come and visit um, quite often, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, that was yes. a good question. Thank you, caller. Well, and I also answer the question in the book, how do I know it's a dream or a visitation? Mm. You know, what are the differences? Right. So that's also in the book. So we, we deal with that. We are hitting on a lot of you know, the heartfelt questions that I've answered in the book. So this is yeah. good. People are right that, on target. <laughs> well, can we take another one or do you want to? Sure. Um, because one of the questions before we do that, though, um, tell us about your own journey as a medium and when did you discover your talent and, and um, how were you called to this work? 
Well, I'm really glad you called it a talent. Um, that's mm-hmm. one of the things I discuss in the book is mediumship okay. uh, not being a gift per se, but a mm-hmm. talent. And mm-hmm. so mediums are born and they are also made. So we're okay. born with a level of natural talent and then just, you know, how we choose to develop it and use it um, is mm-hmm. just like any other talent on this earth plane. So a talent for singing right. or music, you're born with a certain ability. But if you go to conservatory, you refine that ability. And then you can right. actually perform and, you know, perform in front of other people. Then again, there right. are other, other people who will just sing for themselves in the shower and be perfectly right. happy with that. So, right. you know, there. The idea of the talent that I was born with and then my journey to develop it. Um, when I was young, this was not a pop- popular subject, mediumship, uh-huh. fear of communication. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this was not okay. Um, yeah. So I learned early on that I kind of, in order to fit in, I needed to really not be that or not do that yes. or not talk yes. to a friend's yeah. dead grandmother, you know, and right. I went, Oh, this not, this is not okay. And then I was in a very serious car accident on my way to college, um, mm-hmm. to visit college and, mm-hmm. um, and had a really severe head injury among other serious injuries. Um, And a couple of years after that, I could no longer differentiate between the world of the living and the world of the living after death. It Mm -hmm. was, it really changed my life. And at that point, I had to come to terms with it. Um, And I moved very heavily into charismatic Christian church. Um, So Mm -hmm. hands-on healing and, you know, uh, healing with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues and you know, singing and Christian music. And that gave me a framework to work at the frequency Mm -hmm. of divine love. And then I started seeing people's relatives standing next to them in church pews. I thought, okay, this is taking a turn that I didn't, (laughs) you know, that I wasn't expecting. (laughs) And then I moved down to California, found found a bunch of other mediums and healers and went, woohoo! I have found my tribe. So, you know, that was, but I'm really glad for that experience in the Christian church, in the charismatic Christian church, um, where all the gifts of the spirit were in full display. That was very helpful to give me a framework and a frequency from which to work. Yes, absolutely. Because as we know, um, religion, most religions, let me just, let me change that. Most religions frown upon this kind of thing. And you are afraid to come out of your spiritual closet with your gifts or your talents and be who you really are because, you know, they, they, they want to start casting out demons and saying that it's of the devil and all this other kind of stuff. I've heard it all. Like, and as yeah. you continue yeah. to grow, you realize that, wait a minute, that's, that's not that's not true. <laughs> that's that's not even close to being true. You know, so yeah. Well, what I have discovered in my years of of being a medium, you know, I've talked with people who are from every possible religious background because I have mm-hmm. people from all over the world who call me or come to see me or I've traveled, you know, I've been to Thailand, you know, so I I get around and And it has been very important for me as a medium to set aside any judgment I may have 
uh, about a cultural or religious background and be a blank slate when I deal with people. Um, So I once had a Muslim man say to me, I know how you did this. You talked to the non-Muslim genies. And I went, what, you know, whatever, however it works for you. Right. You know, is is fine with me. You can explain it however you'd like. Um, yeah. So it's it's been an interesting journey. Um, but what I have found is people who come to me don't necessarily leave their faith in God behind. That was um, what I was going to ask may, next. Yeah, but they but they may leave behind the man-made rules um, yes. that interpret or limit right. who God right. is. And right. uh, the song, one of the last songs I wrote as a Christian musician uh, had the chorus, which went like this. You are the God of the unexpected, the daily miracle kind. Forgive me for trying to contain you within the confines of my mind. So what I've learned from the Spirit awesome. is that, yeah. you know, the afterlife, God, the angels, it is all bigger and more magnificent than we can imagine in our finite yeah. brains. Right. Um, and so, you know, I know that I haven't seen everything there is to see. I know that, right. which is one of the things that keeps me very excited in this work day after day after day. I have not had one boring day of uh, being a medium. Not one. You would think after 25 years of doing this, I might have heard it all and seen it all, but that's not mm-hmm. true because mm-hmm. I ask the spirits to show me something new every time I do this. Right, I, right. I really want to know and understand and be able to share that knowledge. Oh, that's awesome, Hollister. That's awesome. Well, you know what? Let's take another call. Um, let me see. Let me pick one here. Um uh, there's so many. Okay, here's one. And the number, again, is 443-854, and I believe this is uh, Karen. Hello, caller, are you there? Yes. Hi, hello. Hi, Hi how are Karen. you? how are you? I'm good, thank you. This is exciting. So I'm excited. She's she's answered so many of my questions. I've sat up here and cried and Everything. Well, Karen, really, really Karen, awesome. yeah. Karen, yeah. this is Hollister. I hope that doesn't stop you from buying the book because the book has 64 questions in it. There's no yeah. way we're going to get to all of those here on this program. Uh-huh. Right, and I am going to buy the book because the first few things you said about the question was what the difference was between spirit and spirit guides. That was my question. Yes, you have angel believers in your family for sure. And you're an angel believer, are you not? Yes. Because angels are with you, and I'm seeing Archangel Michael, interestingly yeah. enough, in particular. Mm-hmm. So you carry the big angels with you. Um, And there may also be religious people in your background, too, because I'm hearing music. You know, I feel like I'm in church all of a sudden. (laughs) So I feel as though that is in your background as well. Are you aware of that in your background? 
yes, it's it, it, yes, as far as my <laughs> grandparents, my mom and grandparents and yeah, all. And, that's what and I'm saying. I we have some holy rollers in the here. church at one time heavily as yes. well. Yes. Right, that's what I'm saying. We're in church all of a sudden. I feel it, and I love it. Mm. You know, and that being moved by the Spirit, you know, that that feeling a prompting, you live with that. So, you know, you really have lived your life with that feeling. Um, now, your mother is also passed, is she not? No, she, she is still with us, yes. Okay, then who's Anna or Anna May? Anna May. Anna or Anna May? Okay if you're not sure who that is. I feel so that no, you're a person I'm... who is associated with your mother. I think we might have a delay um, on the phone here. I think so too. I know I know um May, but I don't know if her name is Anna. I don't Okay. I don't think But you know the Anna. May. There it may be two yeah. people, there may be an Anna and there may also right. be a May. What happens is okay. when the spirits speak, they speak very quickly and sometimes okay. two names will blend together. But do you right. know okay. of the May who is associated with your mother? Yeah. Okay, and is she passed? No. Is she passed? Okay. okay. Then the Anna may be associated with the May who has passed, because I feel as though I've got a mother here that's, a, that's associated, and I'm hearing the names Anna and May. Um, okay. I also have a lady here who was quite round when she was here on this earth plane. I feel like this was a grandmother and this may be a grandmother of yours on your mother's side. But mm-hmm. she got quite thin at the end of her life. Are you aware of that? Yes. Okay. Because she's wasting away as I look at her here. And as, as thin as she may have gotten, she was strong right until the end. You know that about her, right? Yes. Because she gives me a backbone of steel. So no matter how small her body got, her strength was always in her backbone. And she says, stand up straight. Stand up straight. Always stand up. That's what she's telling me. So there's this idea of standing up for what you believe in, standing up tall and being proud. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. And she is saying this to you right now. So there might be a situation in your life where you have felt limited or you have felt as though your voice isn't being heard. What she's telling me for you is stand up. Stand up and be proud. Do not shrink. Mm. That's what she's saying. Do not make yourself small. Do not limit yourself. Stand with that steel backbone. That's what she tells you. So know that she's going to help you meet whatever the situation is that you're facing. And I'd like to leave you with that if I could. I hope that's helpful. Yes, it is very helpful. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank thank you you um, so much. Thank you for calling in, listener. 
All right, thank How you. Is- Hollister, that's pretty amazing right there, Um, which brings me to another question for you. Um, Can anyone learn to communicate with the other side? Oh, absolutely. That's the short answer again. And then the Mm -hmm. long answer can be discovered in some of the classes that I teach and that kind of thing. But we are set up for spirit communication. Our bodies Mm -hmm. are set up that way. Our minds are set up that way. Our intentions are set up that way. If they weren't, we wouldn't have religion like we do. There is an idea or an inquiry. There's always an ask for information or back and forth or guidance from the world we cannot see. Mm -hmm. Mankind has always wanted that connection. And I think now that we are understanding that we can have it. It doesn't have to go through an intermediary. It doesn't even have to go through a priest. It doesn't have to go through a medium either. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to think of mediums as intermediaries. Um, But Mm -hmm. we are beginning to see people having their own connections with their loved ones in spirit. And I couldn't be more excited about that. Yes. And see, for me... The main thing for me is to let the listeners know, um, because, see, I, you know, just because I know and I believe, because I've had my own experiences, and I know that, you know, their spirit never dies, and that's the, the, the um, other half of what and who we are. We're spiritual beings living a human experience. So I always tell people that, yes, it's okay to grieve because that's the human part of us. We are going to have a grieving period. But once the grieving period, you know, kind of settles a little bit, you know, just have that comfort to know that they're still with us. Now, have you found in in the people that you've communicated with, you know, the people that you help to heal and and give them messages from their loved ones, um, uh, does it, you know, and I know that you said as far as, you know, um, they they could be the ones, they have to be the ones to tell you that it's helped them. But I'm quite sure you've had so many people come back to you and just say, thank you. You know, I, I feel like I can go on now because I know that they're they're okay. They didn't suffer in the end. Like we think they suffered. Yes. Yeah, and what is really intriguing, um, I was talking with my assistant about this. Um, last weekend, uh, I was working Saturday and Sunday, and, um, and several of the people each day said to me, I saw you about 10 years ago, or I met you 12 years ago, and I saw you 11 years ago. Um, and these are people who are coming back after 10 years, after 11 mm-hmm. years after 12 years. Mm -hmm. So it's not as though I see the same people week in and week out. Years can go by because what happens is life changes. A generation dies. A crisis occurs. And then the spirits have more to talk about. So Mm -hmm. I have, have been doing this work so long. I am now communicating with the grandchildren of the parents that I had as clients when I first started working. It's really a trippy thing. But for Mm -hmm. me, that is the greatest satisfaction. To feel as though I'm a family medium. You know, I'm I'm the medium their grandparents spoke with. I'm the medium their parents spoke with. And now I'm the medium that they're talking to. 
to communicate with the people that I had met maybe years ago. Um, so, yeah, I had one lady, I think it was on Saturday, I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, um, she said, yeah, my mother and I came to you about 10 years ago. So it was, you know, just so yeah. intriguing to me. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? We're just going to take one. We have time for a real quick question from one more caller. And then, you know, unfortunately, I, you know, I'm going to let you go. I don't want to. But um, we've kept you for a while, and you've just been so graceful. So if it's okay with you, we'll take one last call. And then we will, you know, um, move on from that point. So we're going to see if this is right here. It looks like 443-563, and I believe this is a Deborah. Deborah, hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Oh, okay. I guess there is a delay. (laughs) Hi, Deborah. How are you? I am fine. How are you ladies doing? We're good. We're good. We're well. So you had a question for Miss Hollister? Um, I kind of missed the first part of the podcast, so I apologize. And I was just wondering what I can do to help uh, my abilities to hear spirit and spirit guides. Um, how, how do I strengthen right. that? Okay, well, the good news is that I talk about this at length in my book. So that's the good news. And I also teach online classes which can help people. So that's the good news. You can go more in-depth with those resources. But for right now, you know, the, the quickest thing I can say is get quiet in your life. Right now, many of us are forced to be quiet, more quiet than we're used to being. But Mm -hmm. one of the complaints that I hear from the spirits, and I don't hear many complaints, but the one complaint I hear is we are asked this, asked that, but people don't pause enough to listen. So what I would say, Deborah, is allow yourself a space in time once a week or every day or however you want to organize it in your life as a habit to just make space to allow the spirits to get a thought in edgewise. So that's one of the things that you can do is make yourself available. So that's, that's okay. one of the easiest and one of the first things that I would say because you will be inspired. Um, and in my book, I have specific meditations you can do um, to invite guides in your life and receive specific guidance and where there's a Q&A with guides. So you can explore all of that. But the first thing is make space in your life for it. Calm your thought process down. You know, release the binging of this, that, or the other TV show, Tiger King or Tiger, whatever it is that everybody's watching. (laughs) Give yourself a break and uh, listen to the spirits for a change. Okay. Thank you. All right. I hope that helps. Thank you. Now, do you thank you, caller? Thank you so much for tuning in. So, um, Hollister, do you communicate with other people's spirit guides? Yes, I do. What I what I find interesting about that is the spirit guides don't really care whether we know who they are. They oh. are going to do their job. To, they are going to do their job whether we know who they are or not. In that Mm -hmm. sense, 
they are, uh, I I would say, the unknown um, helpers in the universe. Um, But if we want to choose to get to know them, we can. So where it shows up in sessions is I may look at someone and say, oh, there seems to be a new guide that has shown up for you. Have you felt that you're getting a new guide? And the person will say, yes, I, I felt like there was new energy or a new guide coming. So when yeah. a guide communicates with me, it is almost always in response to something the sitter has set up before they've ever come to see me. So it's oh, not wow. as though I sit down with someone and say, well, you know, there's a guide here and his name here is so-and-so. Because my primary work is with loved ones in spirit. That's my mm-hmm. primary work. But people who have moved into a spiritual way of living and knowledge of guides and want to work with guides, the guides will show up for them in response. So will the angels. I mean, that's just, you know, spirits make themselves known to me in response to the relationships that already exist to the people with the people who come to see me. I don't create these relationships. They already exist. Right, right. And then you just have to activate. You have to ask them because they're not intrusive. Right? Oh, not intrusive at all. In fact, yeah. the the sign of spirit communication at the frequency of divine love is mutual respect. Awesome. And uh, I was doing an event, um, and it was a large crowd. And there was a guy in, I don't know, first, second, third row, but early, you know, right up toward the front. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a spirit standing in the doorway. He gave me the feeling of father. I mentioned it to this man. He said, I don't want to talk to my father. I said, okay, that's it. And the father then left. But what we found interesting and what I said to this man was, look, this father who was abusive while he was here on this earth plane was standing at the doorway. He could not enter without your permission and when you are ready he is ready to have a conversation with you so at the frequency of divine love there can be remorse on the part of the spirits for what they have done but because of the respect and because of the spirits i work with who will not allow an abuser in the room until the person is ready to deal with that in their lives. You know, now that's does, the way Is that goes. just for the, the divine light? Because someone else uh, mentioned, I hear this sometimes, where, uh, well, what if it's an evil spirit? Can the evil spirit come I in with, you know? Specifically, I work specifically at the frequency of divine love. Having there been in go. a charismatic church, I've seen a devil or two, let me tell you. So, and <laughs> when I was a medium, I started out in ghost busting. So I also answer questions in the book about what's the difference between a ghost and a spirit. Well, I uh-huh. work only with spirits of the high order. So if go. a spirit comes to speak with me, um, even if they were troublesome here on the earth plane, if they can speak with me, there's been a change of heart. Because when we pass, it is a transformation. There is an opportunity to acknowledge how we have wounded people on the earth plane. Mm. Mm -hmm. And once there is that acknowledgement, then I can communicate with these spirits at the frequency of love. Right. 
Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And that's very important to know. And I'm quite sure, you, well, you do. You talk about that in your book. So, ladies and gentlemen, you need to go get that book. It is absolutely amazing. I enjoyed reading it. Um, actually, I'm starting to reread it again um, just because, I, you know, I, I just, and I also love, what I love about the book, too, was the fact that there the questions that are asked, we've probably asked them ourselves want to know the answer. And then the answer is right there. And it's just very, it's, it's a plain speak. Um, and it's almost like I can hear your voice as you are answering the question. You know what I mean? It's very warm and comforting. So the book is really, really amazing. Um, now, how can listeners contact you if they would like to work with you? Let's, let's leave them with that. Yes. Well, my website is HollisterRand.com, H-O-L-L-I-S-T-E-R-R-A-N-D.com. And, uh, and that's the portal to everything Hollister. You can sign up for my free email newsletter. I'm also on Facebook, and we do raffles and Facebook Live. So uh, mm-hmm. if you're on Facebook, like, if you like me here, like me there, because um, right. you know I do a lot on Facebook as well. On my website um, are not only links to buy the book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, it's also at Target.com, Walmart.com. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also there are links to some of my classes that are, on, um, uh, that are online as well. So that's the way to reach me, HollisterRand.com. Awesome, Hollister. Thank you so much. I hope that you come back because there's so many questions that I still have, you know, that the listeners, um, you know, wrote in that, that they wanted to ask. But li- trust and believe, listeners, get her book. I'm quite sure that, no, I'm not quite sure. I know that a lot of your questions, because I didn't want to answer them simply because I wanted them to hear from you and I want them to get your book. <laughs> So, well, you thank know. you for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Get the book. Um, it it really does a wonderful job in answering a whole lot of the questions, and I just want to thank you again so much for um, spending some time with us. And I hope that you come back and visit with us again. I would love to anytime. Well, thank you, and please enjoy the rest day and um, yeah, I, I I will definitely be in touch. And I just again thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, and blessings to everyone listening. Yes, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Ms. Hollis Durand, um, who is an amazing, um, just an amazing person. I um, um, met her recently, actually, you know, when she was going to, um, you know, agree to be a guest on the show. And you know how you, you, you meet people for the first time, and even though it was over the phone, it was like just an instant like. I'm like, she's so down to earth, and, you know, she doesn't mind ask, you know, answering any question that you may have, which was a plus for me. Um, and I felt her authenticity um, as well. So I'm hoping that you all enjoyed her as much as I did. Again, um, please go out and, and get her book. You can, you know, get it from Amazon as well, like she said. Um, and the book is um, Everything You Wanted to Know About the Afterlife But Were Afraid to Ask. 
okay? So, again, Miss Hollister Rand, um, get that book, HollisterRand.com. If you want to follow her on Facebook, she has a Facebook page. And, yeah, so I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Um, and that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. A shout-out to my family who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my friends and colleagues in all of my social networking sites. A special shout-out to my son, actually, who celebrated another born day yesterday. So happy birthday once again. Once again, a big thank you to Ms. Hollister Rand for taking the time to share a big part of your journey and your wisdom with us and your talent. We are eternally grateful for you. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration and leave a message to let us know you stopped by. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 and follow us on Twitter at least 101. Make sure you come back and tune in next Monday, May the 25th at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Always remember, folks, that real power comes from knowledge because knowledge is power and when we know better we do better so your mission if you choose to accept it is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation seek God and learn how to love yourself first because after all you owe it to yourself to know yourself once again I'm Lisa M. Saunders and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Stephanie peace and abundant blessings, everyone.